Hi, I'm Tim Quinnen, President and CEO of Richmond Graduate University in Atlanta, Georgia. Welcome to the Careerfluencer Podcast, the place to feel inspired, get advice, and everything you need to kickstart your career growth. Question is, are you ready? Hi, you're listening to episode eight of the Careerfluencer Podcast. Thanks for joining us. This is Cynthia Heisch. I'm the CEO and founder of Careerfluencer and your host. I am so excited to introduce y'all to our guest, Dr. Tim Quinnen. And this was actually the first ever in-person recording for the podcast. So big thanks to Richmond Graduate University for the opportunity to fly out and be there live. You guys, if there's one thing I hope you get out of this episode, it's the value of having mentors in your life. I kid you not, this podcast would not exist and my career in life wouldn't look the same if it weren't for my mentors. And today you get to hear straight from the source, someone I look up to so much. So without further ado, here we go. Okay guys, today on the podcast, I am so pumped for many reasons, because number one, this is the first live interview, but number two, our guest is someone who means so much to me, my mentor, Dr. Timothy Quinnen, AKA Mr. President, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Cynthia, it's a pleasure to be here. I can't wait to participate in this with you. (laughs) And I just gotta say, y'all, today, I am going to really emphasize the importance of having a mentor in your career and not just one but several and when I really think of a career influencer without a doubt Tim aka Dr. Q he is someone that I think of and who has inspired me in so many ways and so that's the first thing I want to let you all know about is that You know, we can talk about mentors all day long, but what better way than to show y'all someone who has impacted my life and brought me here. So thank you for that, number one. But starting off, you know, the idea of having mentors, what are qualities that you think are important as a mentor? What are things that you think people should look for? I'd say there are probably three things, Cynthia. First things, uh, first and foremost would be, find somebody that's passionate about being a mentor and somebody that has either done this before or really enjoys doing it and that from the minute you meet with them you feel as though you have a chemistry with them Mm -hmm. that you like their vibe you like how they talk about life and careers that you are excited about the conversations that you're having them having with them then and that you're going to have with them a little later on I think that's really really important I think the second thing is make sure that their values and yours are pretty consistent I don't think you want a mentor that you know is the exact opposite side of you in terms of their life priorities. Right. Um, I'm not talking politics or religion. I'm just talking about yeah. what they want out of life because mm-hmm. obviously you'll have a values clash. And I think the last thing you should look for in a mentor would be somebody that's going to talk to you honestly about the road ahead and not just tell you that it's easy to get to the CEO suite, that life is a bowl of cherries because careers, as you know, are a journey. There's going to be a lot of highs and lows. There might be even more lows than highs 
but it's worth the journey. And make sure that you have somebody that's honest with you about the challenges you're going to face and what it's going to take to get there. I mean, couldn't have said it better myself, (laughs) y'all. Obviously, this guy has so much insight. But, you know, the next question I think that our audience might be thinking is, so how does this come about? Like, how do you find that mentor, this perfect Mm -hmm. thing? If you see someone who has some of these qualities, what should they do? Mm -hmm. I would tell you not to be timid or shy. If you meet somebody that you're hearing speak at an event, a conference, a presenter at a professional development workshop, a professor that you might have, a teacher that you've had before, somebody that's in your personal life that you admire as a business owner or a leader or a physician or whatever it might be, don't be shy about approaching him or her and saying, I really like what you said. You know, it moved me, it inspired me. I'm intrigued, I'd like to learn more. Have you ever had a mentee? Would you be willing to take one on? And I think most people that do this love that kind of initiative. I remember when I met you, that was one of the things that impressed me right away. You know, I gave, some, I gave a talk <laughs> at, a, at an organization that you were leading, and you stayed after, and we mm-hmm. struck, up, struck up a conversation. And mm-hmm. we've been in that relationship, that mentor-mentee relationship ever since. Yeah, I think so, too. And my next question, I think, is like sometimes – there are only relationships like this, professional ones, where you have to kind of be in the same spot. But with your case, you know, you moved all over, I've moved all over, but what do you think is the key to keeping kind of a long-term, long-distance mentorship? What do you think has really helped that, you know, connection stay through all these years? Yeah, I think we just value each other. I think whether you know it or not, or whether a mentee knows it or not, the mentor gets something out of the relationship, too. Like what, for example? I think that you learn from people of all ages and walks of life. I mean, you know this. I made a career in higher education, and even though I have a lot of book training and a lot of career experience, every time I interact with a student leader, I learn something. You know, I absorb your energy. I'm excited about, you know, all the things that are ahead in your life that I once, you know, had in front of me and to be able to share wisdom, but in response, get your optimism about what's around the next bend in the road is really invigorating for me too. So where I'm going with that though is, if you're a mentor and a mentee and you're not in physical proximity, just still value the relationship. Mm -hmm. Make time for what matters to you. You know, and that's one of my, as you remember, one of my great teachings is, we all make time for what matters to us. If that relationship matters to you, you're not gonna let it recede or fade away. You'll invest in it like we do with phone calls, text messages, emails. And here today you're visiting me all the way from Miami, Florida. Yes. (laughs) And, you know, one thing that I want to also emphasize, y'all, is that a mentor is someone who is there to kind of point you in the right direction and help you kind of have a sounding board when you're making these major career decisions. And I know for a fact that I literally wouldn't be sitting here today doing this podcast right now if you know he wasn't around if he hadn't picked up the phone and helped kind of just guide me or just like give more insight from an outsider's perspective even about what decisions I was making and what it looks like in the bigger picture so what do you think is important about you know when it comes to asking your mentor for these kind of difficult career transition things how does that help to have someone like that I would tell you that treat a mentor like a trusted family member. Don't filter what you want to ask. Mm -hmm. 
when you called me that day, you know, you were at a crossroads in your in your life and your career, and you were like, "This is what I'm thinking. It seems like a big risk." You it know, was. there's a part of my heart that really wants to go in this direction, but there's a part of me that it's not playing it safe. And you laid it all out there. Mm-hmm. And I think if a mentor's really invested in you and your well-being and your success, life success and career success, they appreciate that. It's hard to give give good advice if you don't know what really is what somebody's really thinking in their heart or what their deep inner need is. And you, you've never held back. And I think that that's a really important element in a vibrant and vital mentor-mentee relationship. If you're open and honest, they're gonna be open and honest and give you much better counsel, I think. Totally agree. And what I'll say, y'all, from my experience at least, like that specific crossroads that I was in when I called him, you know, a mentor is also someone who when your friends and your family and these people who are very close to you are kind of, they want the best for you, but they're right. thinking, whoa, you're, you're considering a really big risk. But it's a smart professional decision that you're trying to make. It's a big leap that's outside of your comfort zone. That's also where I think having a mentor was like huge for me. So were there ever any moments where you kind of had someone that you could call or anything like that who do you call yeah no there were right and even at this state of of my career in my life I do have mentors I do um and yeah you bet every time I've made a career move and as you know this is my 10th university I've been doing this for many years worked on both coasts and everywhere in between and you know nationally known institutions before I made you know the jump or the leap or the next took the next step in my career path I would consult with my mentors and just like you were with me, be really honest and say, this sounds really good. Is it too good to be true? Do you think it's worth a gamble? Um, you know, we would process, you know, all the different variables that were in play. And I'd thank them. I'd say, I want to think about this further. And, uh, you know, I would, but their advice was really important to me in making decisions ultimately about whether I wanted to take that next step or whether I was probably okay where I was for the time being. Gosh. I think I could obviously listen to you talk all day, but (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think another big question that some of our audience might have is if they're struggling to find a mentor, maybe they live somewhere where there aren't a lot of people like that, or, you know, they're remote or something like that. What suggestions would you give them to help find that person or people that they can trust well that's the beauty about technology today right Mm -hmm. I mean I think if you identify somebody that you think could be a good mentor to you I think what you do is you reach out don't be shy we talked about that LinkedIn is a wonderful professional networking tool right Mm -hmm. see if they're on LinkedIn just send them an email friend Mm -hmm. them first and then see if they're willing to be your mentor I mean some people are very prominent on social media Facebook Instagram that might not be necessarily the first best way to try to engage somebody, but it is an option if you can't use LinkedIn. You know, don't be afraid about looking people's professional emails up and their work telephone number and just calling and saying, you know, even if you get the administrative assistant, hi, I've never met Dr. Quinn and I never met you, Cynthia, but I really like what I, I read about your article on this or the presentation you did at that gathering in Miami. Mm-hmm. You know, can I talk to you? Do you have five minutes? And I think you'd be surprised how many times mm-hmm. individuals in those roles would say, I love your initiative. Yeah, you've got 10 minutes. Let's talk. I totally agree with that. And I think <clears throat> sometimes people get so caught up and afraid of, oh, what are they going to say? Or they're not going to respond. 
okay, even better reason to just go ahead and reach out to someone, especially if you're saying kind words. I think you've got nothing to lose. (laughs) Even if it's not so much a mentor that you enlist to be a mentor, always be observant and pay attention to your surroundings and the organizations you work in because you'll also learn a lot. You'll be mentored in a really interesting way by watching people that shouldn't be in leadership roles and learning how not to be. That's a really, really important point. So your mentors can be very positive and supportive, although if they do what I tell you, they're going to tell you the truth about, you know, you're going to be facing a lot of challenges in your career and go into it with your eyes wide open. And here's the wisdom I would give you to be able to address that. But also a second dimension of mentoring is kind of the unspoken part about your own powers of observation and being aware when you're working somewhere, the way it's managed or led or run. If you see poor decisions that hurt people's morale or diminish them or keep them in roles that are not allowable for them to grow and develop, you'll learn about how you don't want to lead when you get that opportunity. And that's really important, too. I think that judgment is huge, too, that you get to decide what type of leader or future you that you want to be. That's right. And sometimes people just see the title of leader or whatever you know, executive, and they just blindly think that's how I'm supposed to be like. That's, I guess that's what an executive or whatever looks like. And it doesn't have to be that way. And you don't have to, you know, take all traits of somebody either. You can say, I like what they do in these situations, but this side, I might not want that for myself. And you can decide who you want to be and kind of even put all those pieces together is what I would suggest too. That's beautifully (laughs) said and I agree with you. And if your mentor truly cares about you and you're as an individual individual and your individuality, they'll want that for you. They won't want you to be chips off the Tim or the Talia block. They'll want you to develop your own voice and your own style. And that's really the ultimate, I think, compliment to the mentor because that's, that's what all educators want. And this is an educator's role, right? right? We want you to learn all we have, but we want you to be even better than us and accomplish even more. And that's gonna require your own voice and your own style. Okay, so now that you are, you know, here in this president role at this university, um, how have you brought these kind of mentor traits or how do you continue that legacy here at Richmond? Great question. So the one thing that's really wonderful about this university is because we're really training people for the helping professions, clinical counseling and ministry. Our faculty innately understand that mentoring the next generation of mental health counselors or church pastors is going to require mentoring. So they're doing that anyway, and they wouldn't have chose to work here unless that was a really important part of their own experience here as an employee. So they do it, you know, with joy, and they do it because it's something that they just really, like, value doing. And then what we do is, you know, as we're mentoring our future clinical counselors or ministers, particularly the counselors, they'll have a chance to do internships right? And the faculty members who have mentored students are able to identify the best interns for the best sites and find an inherent match there, right? So we'll send people that we know have a certain skill set that our faculty have mentored to a particular place, whether it's Atlanta Mission, whether it's Skyland Trails, whether it's Kennesaw State up the road. So we're able through mentoring to identify which students have which skill sets to succeed in the internship experience that they're going to be having. So if you take it as a whole, it's a win-win for the student as well as the faculty and certainly for the university because wherever our mentored students do their internships, 
good things are happening. And then that organization is coming back to us and saying, wow, we love Richmond students. Right, right. And I think also another piece I'll add to that, y'all, is the fact that when you're in school, whether it's college or whatnot, and you're not exactly in career mode yet, they're talking about how they're blending that mentoring early on, right, while you're still in learning mode, you know, full time. And that's what I would suggest, too. You don't have to wait until you're out into the field in your career to start looking for a mentor. You can start earlier than that. And they believe that so much that they're literally integrating it into Mm -hmm. The program, right? Mm-hmm. Well, and if you don't mind me telling a little bit of a personal story, that's what mm-hmm. I saw in you. Yeah. I met you when you were an undergraduate, mm-hmm. and you know, from the day I met you, you were leading your organization, and you just shined. Right. You just are, you know, natural-born, charismatic leader, and it was obvious by the respect you commanded from other students that mm-hmm. in the organization that you led, and that was one of the reasons why I wanted to invest in you. You had all the ingredients. And then, as we pointed out, you know, you stayed after you talked with me and, Mm -hmm. you know, you implied, you know, you'd like me to be your mentor. And I saw so much in you that I knew it would be a joy to be able to be a mentor uh, for you moving forward. And here it is. How many years later? I don't even know. (laughs) (laughs) Not that many years. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) One of my last questions would be, what do you feel has been like one of the biggest accomplishments throughout your career? Mm -hmm. Well... We talked about this one time, and you know, I could happily and jokingly say, "In what field of endeavor?" Um, <laughs> I would tell you, I think my biggest accomplishment would be the joy that's come to me from being able to mentor generations of students for the last twenty plus years. Mm-hmm. And some of them, as you know, yeah. you know, I remember meeting them when they were freshmen at Florida State or San Diego State at UT Arlington or Cincinnati, and some of them now are you know, principals in their own law firm. Some of them are consultants to the President of the United States. Some of them are celebrities in the entertainment industry. Some of them are developing their own companies. Mm-hmm. But what's beautiful about that, my, my accomplishment there isn't so much that I've seen what they've become and the amazing professionals as well as people they are, but they choose to stay in touch with me like you do. And what that tells you is that someday when I'm done with my career, I'll be able to look back on years and years of that and know that I touch people's lives. Mm-hmm. And who doesn't want that? Yeah, I think that's what it's all about. I do too. Day, honestly. <laughs> but the advice I can give you is know what you want in that post-work life, right? Right. Know the quality mm-hmm. of life you want, where you want to live, yeah. what it's going to require. Yeah. And then in your own mind, do the calculations, put a number to it. Yeah. And that's not the only reason you should retire. But if you have a clear sense of the life you want once you're done working and you arrive at a figure, then that's going to tell you like probably how much longer you need to work, what you're going to need to make. So the idea is the same thing. But I can't tell you when that will be. You'll figure that out on your own based on your own needs and desires. Um, Thank you so, so, so much, y'all. This guy, my mentor, means so much. Um, Again, he is here at Richmond, and we are live Atlanta, Georgia, but thank you for being on the Career Influencer Blockers. Cynthia, I'm so glad to be here, and congratulations on your current success and nothing but continued success in this new endeavor. Thanks so much for being with us today on the Career Influencer Podcast. I hope you're feeling inspired, energized, and maybe learned a thing or two as well. Hey, before we go, grab your phone and text CAREER 
to 33777. We wanted to make it super easy for y'all to not only connect with us, but to never worry about missing an episode. It's free to do and only takes you two seconds. So right now, text C-A-R-E-E-R career to 33777. And last thing, we'd love your support to help us grow our career freelancer community, continue this podcast and inspire more people. So make sure to hit subscribe and rate our podcast, then tell your network about us and tag us on social at careerfluencer so we can thank you. That's all for now. Once again, this is your host, Cynthia Heisch. Stay tuned and I'll see y'all next time on the Career Fluencer Podcast.